I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, November 15th, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, we are glad to have you with us on this uh, Tuesday, the middle of November and the week before Thanksgiving. I cannot believe, I keep saying that. I said it a few times Sunday. I just cannot believe that next week is Thanksgiving. But uh, praise God, it, the year's been, it's been a great year and uh, the Lord has been so good to us. And uh, I hope you'll make the most of this month of November and uh, be a thankful Christian, be a happy camper. Uh, thank God for your blessings and give God the glory for what he's done in your life. We welcome you, those that are listening today by way of radio, 95.9 FM, uh, those on the podcast and those on our radio app, we're glad to have you. And then those who are watching today on Facebook, and those who are watching on YouTube. I always say Facebook first, uh, but I know you can watch on both. I guess it's because I'm not on YouTube very much, but I always hear uh, there's a few of our folks that that's what they, they watch on YouTube, and so I'm glad for that. And uh, those who are watching on Facebook, we can always, uh, not always, most of the time, we can kind of see about how many are watching at live. And then, of course, folks go back afterwards. And uh, those of you on Facebook that comment, we appreciate your comments. And uh, that's always an encouragement. We're just glad to know somebody's listening. And uh, those of you out there listening on the radio, uh, we really don't know uh, how many listen on the radio. But every week of my life, I hear people say, uh, I heard what you talked about on the winning side, or I listened to the radio this week, and I heard this, and so I'm encouraged by that. And, uh, you know, the, the power is not in our words, the power is not in our ability, but the power is in the Word of God. And as long as the Word of God is getting out, I believe that it will accomplish that which God intended for it to accomplish. And so we're glad to have you with us on this Tuesday, a little chilly out there. Uh, supposed to be a little bit of rain coming in this afternoon. And uh, in case you're wondering, they have changed the forecast for Sunday. There's no longer a chance of flurries on Sunday. So I think we're safe uh, for a while. I hope we're safe for a while from snow, but uh, it's nonetheless, it's a little chilly out there, but it feels like fall. And uh, to me, that's a whole lot more like Thanksgiving and, and uh, November than last week when it was 80 degrees and actually a little muggy and humid, but we're glad you're here today. Happy birthday to Billy Hobbs. Uh, Billy, uh, your birthday is today, and I love talking to Billy. Um, every Sunday morning, uh, he is in his place for that early service, and I don't know how he does it. He told me Sunday, I believe he's 82 years old, and uh Tell you one thing that's amazing, he's got a full head of hair. And uh, I asked him, I said, Billy, how do you do that? You know, but uh, he's, uh, he's a good man, faithful man, and hope you pray for him and uh, wish him a happy birthday. And then a happy anniversary today to Andy and Angie Moody. It is their 25th anniversary. What a blessing uh, the Moody's are. We thank the Lord for you, and I hope you have a wonderful day today. 
Uh, we missed you over the weekend. Uh, you were on your anniversary getaway, and I'm glad you had a good time, but we appreciate you folks so much uh, for all you do for our church and for uh, this ministry. Uh, we are grateful. Well, let's pray today for our country. Now let's pray for our church. Uh, we have service tomorrow night, our prayer meeting, Bible study, Teens on Target, Master Clubs, and then, of course, let's be in prayer for Sunday. And then uh, let's pray for our school. Uh, we've got this week, and then next week we have school Monday, and then Tuesday is a half a day, and Tuesday will be our special Thanksgiving chapel one week from today. And uh, let's be in prayer for our school. Pray for our missionaries and uh, pray for those in our church who are sick, uh, those that are uh, dealing with the uh, loss of loved ones and uh, those who are going through uh, waiting on test results and uh, going to rehab and all those things. Let's be in prayer for one another. Uh, before we get to the Bible study today, we'll be in Psalm 119. But before we get there, let's go to a song. And here's a song uh, called, Lord, You Just Keep On Blessing Me. Here's a song by the Primitive Quartet. And I hope you enjoy this song. And then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study. Just keep on blessing me. I have felt your gentle hand touch me time and time again. Lord, you just keep on blessing me. Lord, you just keep on blessing me. I have you and Lord, that's all. By your hand I'm clothed and fed Lord, you just keep on blessing me For the good blessings of the Lord Every day I enjoy He gives me every breath that I that's good and true Lord I have because of you and you just keep on blessing me at thy table I behold all the wonders of your grace and you just keep on blessing me but most of all the wonder that I should find a welcome place Lord you just Keep on blessing me, Lord, you just keep on blessing me. I have you, and Lord, that's all I need. There's a roof above my head, and by your hand I'm clothed and fed. Lord, you just keep on blessing me. There's a roof above my head. By your hand I'm clothed and fed Lord, you just keep on blessing me see. 
Amen for that. And uh, God is so good. I was preaching last night. I wasn't supposed to be preaching last night. I don't usually preach on Monday nights occasionally. Uh, but I got a call yesterday from a pastor friend, and he had a revival scheduled. And the uh, preacher that was supposed to preach was sick. And of course, there's a lot of sickness going around and all that. So I guess I shouldn't have been surprised with that. But I was surprised he called me and he said, hey, could you preach? And so I said, well, I'll do my best. And so I was preaching last night. And I, I was preaching uh, that, uh, that uh, account in the book of Numbers where uh, Moses sent out those spies to spy out the promised land. And they came to the, uh, the place, the brook of Eskel. And uh, at that place, they found clusters of grapes. And those grapes were so big that it took two men with a staff to carry those grapes. I mean, that's, those are pretty amazing grapes. Uh, those grapes were like the size of watermelons or, I don't know, maybe bigger than that. Amazing. But that word eskel, it means clusters or bunches. And it, it, what's so amazing is that that was God's blessing for Israel. He promised that uh, the land would be flowing with milk and honey. And they, they went in at the time of the first ripe grapes. And boy, those grapes were ripe. And those grapes were incredible. And I was talking last night, and I, I used this expression. Sometimes we only focus on the bad things that happen. So, for instance, if you're having a bad day and something bad happens, and then something else bad happens, and something else bad happens, what do we say? Well, you know, when it rains, it pours, right? That's what we say. But I want to tell you, God's blessings often come in bunches, and God's blessings often come in clusters. And what we should do, especially as we approach Thanksgiving, uh, we ought to be counting our blessings, and we will be amazed when we start counting our blessings and say, wow, look at that cluster of blessings. Look at that bunch of blessings there. Look at that group of blessings. Wow, here we go. I, I gave this illustration, and if you're a part of Victory Baptist Church and you've been here at Thanksgiving time before, you know how this works. But uh, every year, uh, we, we do the insert in the bulletin for the Thanksgiving list. And uh, when I came, Miss Odell, she was already doing it, and we still we do that every year. We put that insert in the bulletin. It's got blank lines, and it just says Thanksgiving list, and it's got blank lines front and back. I think there's a hundred blanks, and uh, we did that years ago in California. I remember doing that. But I remember the first time I ever started on that list, I thought in my mind, I thought a hundred blessings. What if I can't come up with that many? How in the world am I going to fill this list? Well, you know what happens now when I work on that list? That list is filled quickly, and I'm already starting on a second list. And it's amazing when you start writing down and counting your blessings. It's amazing how good God is. And uh, that song just reminded me, Lord, you just keep on blessing me. And God's blessings are so abundant. God's goodness is so bountiful. Don't let the few problems that you'll face today, don't let those cloud your view and take your eyes off of all of the goodness and all of the blessings of God. God is so good. And that does not mean God is good because I live in a nice house. If you lived in a shack on the side of the road, God would still be good. Well, God is good because I have good food to eat. Well, praise God for good food. I like good food and you like good food. All God's children like good food. But the food you eat 
does not determine whether or not God is good. God is good no matter what. God's goodness is so much bigger than our temporal blessings. God's goodness is so much greater than your house or your car or your clothes or your, uh, your food. Are you kidding me? Those are all temporal things. God's goodness goes beyond the temporal. God's goodness goes into the eternal. And when I say God is good, I'm saying God is good because he sent his son to die on the cross for you and me. That's goodness. That's mercy. That's grace. When I say I am saved, I'm on my way to heaven. I'll never go to hell. I'll never, I'll never experience the flames of eternal torment in a lake of fire because Jesus Christ saved me. That is God's goodness, my friend. And that's a whole lot better than a fancy car, a whole lot better than a big house. That is God's goodness. And if you're saved, God is good no matter what anybody says or anybody does or what you have or you don't have. God is good. And it's not hinging upon the circumstances. It's not hinging upon your bank account or your job or your 401k. Oh, no, no, no. That stuff doesn't even matter. God is good. And I hope you get your eyes on God's goodness and thank Him and praise Him uh, for His blessings. And He just keeps on blessing. Look at Psalm 119, uh, verse number 46. David says, uh, I will... Speak, nope, that's not the, that's the wrong verse, verse 45. He says, and I will walk, well, that was verse 46, but that's not the verse I wanted to read. That, there's nothing wrong with that verse, but the one I wanted to read is verse 45. I will walk at liberty, David says, for I seek thy precepts. Now, think about this verse. Precepts are commandments. Precepts are laws of God. Notice what David says in the first part. He says, I will walk at liberty because I seek your law. I seek your commandments. Wait a minute. I thought liberty was not having to be under a law. I thought freedom was not having anybody tell you what to do. Liberty in the Bible usually is a reference to a prisoner or a slave being set free. In the New Testament, the Bible says we are to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. It says in James 1.25 that uh, the, the Bible is the perfect law of liberty. Wait a second. How can you have a law and have liberty at the same time? How can you have rules and have freedom at the same time? Well, here's what David experienced. David experienced that there is freedom in God. There is freedom in living according to the Word of God. Because when you give yourself to the Word of God and you submit yourself to the laws of God, you experience a freedom like this world knows nothing about. Did you know before you got saved, you were in bondage? Before you got saved, you were a slave to sin. But when Jesus Christ came into your life and cleansed you of your sins and washed you and, and forgave you, you became a new creature in Christ. You were set free. Uh, he broke the chains of sin that once bound you. Jesus brings freedom. David experienced freedom in God. And David said, 
I find that freedom, I find that liberty the more I seek to follow God's law. Don't ever let the world tell you. Don't ever let uh, the ungodly, the unsaved, the backslidden tell you. Well, you poor Christians, you just have to follow a bunch of rules. Oh man, I've, I've experienced liberty. I don't have to follow all those rules. Oh no, 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 friend. The greatest liberty and the greatest freedom you will ever experience in your life is when you give your heart and you give your life to Jesus Christ and you say, I'm going to live according to the word of God. That is true liberty. That is true freedom. You say, well, what happens when I do whatever I want to do? That's not freedom. What you're doing is you are taking yourself and you are putting yourself back under the bondage of sin. You are removing yourself from the liberty and from the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you, there's not a freer person on planet earth than the person who has been set free by the blood of Jesus. There is not more liberty in this whole world than the person that says, I'm saved, I'm born again, and I'm going to live my life according to the word of God. That is freedom. And that is is true liberty. I hope that helps you today. And let's continue to do as David said, and let's seek after the word of God and walk in freedom with Jesus Christ. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.